Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, December 22nd. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Cincinnati AD John Cunningham points to the fan-owned Green Bay Packers as the model for how he'd like Bearcats fans. To support the UC sport programs, you are going to give in to this program so we can continue to be successful. It can't be an and scenario meaning that there's only so much money out there. We've got to be able to dial back certain things so our fans can continue to give in new ways in this NIL space. We need NIL to fit into our overall fundraising strategy. Cunningham hints on the integration of NIL collective giving becoming a part of traditional fundraising rewards. Right now there's a question mark among schools on how you can structure your NIL gift to be given priority points. The NCAA has given some direction, but we're looking for more direction. Everybody in the country is trying to figure this out. As soon as we can give points to Cincy Reigns, we will. Nebraska Executive Associate AD and CFO Doug Ewald sat down with D1 ticker and connects Brian Fisher at the 2022 SBJIF in Las Vegas to chat on a number of financial topics. Ewald on the differences associated with athletic department fiscal oversight versus his previous campus-wide purview. You go through the same process. What's your cash flow look like? as well as the revenues, the inputs of what's coming in. Then what do we have, what do we owe? Existing contracts and salary pools, plus what the university system provides, X percent per year. We really want to know what the revenues coming in looks like versus what's going out, that's what we have to live with. Lots more, including revenue growth opportunities beyond football, coaching compensation negotiations and increased travel projections with USC and UCLA coming into the league. All on Connect. A Baton Rouge judge imposed $330,000 plus in sanctions on attorneys of former LSU associate AD Sharon Lewis, saying they made frivolous claims about LSU hired Taylor Porter lawyers Robert Barton, Vicki Crochet and Shelby McKenzie in Lewis's lawsuit against the school and former head football coach Les Miles. Judge Tim Kelly also dismissed additional claims from the state suit, including the ones made under the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act which had already been tossed from the federal suit. There are just four counts remaining in the state lawsuit. Pernola.com's Matt Bruce, Kelly gave Lewis attorneys 30 days to revise their petition on those allegations, allowing them time to rectify any legal deficiencies in their arguments and refile those claims. Among those was a claim against the Board of Supervisors alleging school officials failed to protect Lewis, after she came forward with alleged violations of Title IX federal regulations. With National Signing Day yesterday, several college football coaches weigh in with NIL observations. Penn State's James Franklin, I think there's major concerns with what's going on in college football. Right now, there's really no guardrails. There's not a whole lot of guidance, and there's not a whole lot of governance. Oregon's Dan Lanning, who with his staff flipped two four-star players, I think it's great to be in a place where you can be innovative and ahead of the curve, but I think anybody that really knows college football right now knows there's a lot more to recruiting than NIL. Nobody picks the place just because of those factors, it goes back to relationships. Nebraska's Matt Rule, we all want something if we can get it. You can see, NIL is, being misused and mishandled in a lot of places. More from Rule, can't start that relationship off with lies. Then tamper with someone on someone's roster, and start it off by cheating which is happening everywhere right now, it's saddening to me. 
Yahoo Sports's Dan Wetzel does not believe the sky is falling, nor that NIL ruined National Signing Day, writing, Wednesday was the first National Signing Day where the entire recruiting cycle played out with legal NIL and the demise of the sport, or the outlandish hoarding of recruits, didn't materialize. And it won't anytime soon, no matter what you keep hearing. Wetzel notes that from 2017 to 2021, an average of 45.4 of the top 100 recruits signed with the top 5 teams in the recruiting rankings. Adding in 2022 to that gives you an average of 47.0. Yesterday, the mark was 41. Sports economist Andy Swartz stating, Simon Rottenberg's invariance principle remains undefeated. The link between wage-fixing and competitive balance is not generally supported by the field of economics. Rottenberg predicted that regardless of how well you pay athletes, what drives talent to a given team is the total pool of revenue that talent will generate. So it was easy to say that NIL will only shift the money towards labor, but won't change the overall spread of talent. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, December 22nd. We'll see you back here this afternoon.